Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Hello, hello, and welcome to A Bubbly Life, or Combos for A Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly. And what that means is a life that is extraordinary, a life that we get to choose, a life in which we decide what we want to experience and we take action to do that. So I'm really excited to be here and inspire you to do all the things. And I'm even more excited because I have the lovely Jen Kohler here today to talk about the luxurious, beautiful thing that is travel. Hey, Jen, how are you? Hi, I am so good. I just got out of like super deep meditation. So I'm like right here with you now. Like I like feel it. I'm like grounded. I'm good. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I wanted to have this conversation because I know I have a wanderlust and I love to travel and I love to do all the things. And you know, I'm trying to like manifest, like seeing the world right now. Like I know the panorama is like kind of killing us and like killing my vibe right now <laughs> to do all the things, but I really want to just like talk more about it, get our minds open. Cause 2022 is going to be the year friends. And I know I want to host retreats. I know Jen's got things in plan. So like, we're ready to like jump in it and talk about it. So first things first, Jen, yes. where are some of the places that you've been? Oh my gosh. I love that. That's like where we're going to go. So first of all, I have traveled all over the 50 United States. So I've been to almost every state in the country over the course of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And many of those times have just been like pure road tripping, going on tour, music tours, um, camping, just really exploring. So I'm super, I love to explore. I love a good road trip. That is like one of my most favorite things. Um, where else have I been? I've been all over Europe. Um, as a young person, I was very privileged and got to go to France as a high school student. That was really what made me love international travel mm -hmm. because, oh my gosh, here I was 17, 16 years old in France, like living my best life, getting to drink wine, like just so fun getting immersed with a family. It was so beautiful. Um, I studied in France, so I was an, um, a French major. And so I lived in France and went to school there as a, a college student. And then my boyfriend came and we traveled all over via the Eurail um, and just went everywhere. We, we went to France and Spain and Germany. We went all the way almost to the Ukraine, which was amazing. We went to Poland, um, went to the Czech Republic, went north, went south. We, we just kind of did like everything. We were very, very, very adventurous and young. I think I turned 19 in France. That is so cool. That was really fun. And then when I got older, I traveled again. So in 2003, uh, my husband and I actually met traveling and we went to Southeast Asia, we went to the Pan Pacific and we traveled for eight months and I did not know him yet. That 
Oh my, I, I have to say that like, besides like rooming with someone, like, you know, you really know someone when you can travel with someone. And I actually, I feel like mm-hmm. I can handle living with some people more than I can handle traveling with them. Because like, let's talk about like trying to miss, like getting like almost yeah. missing a flight or something like that. That, yeah. that is how you truly know a friend. <laughs> yes. You get to know a person very deeply by backpacking number one with them (laughs) and going to really poor places and like I mean you know staying in places that were like you know a dollar a night and things like that but you get to know people by staying in hostels with them you get to know people by what their backpack looks like you get to know them by how they back you know pack their pack you get to know them by what they bring and how much they bring and how they manage the stress of being in a foreign country because it can be really stressful. If you are losing your passport every day, raise your hand, me. If you're raising your passport, if you're missing your passport on a daily basic basis and you're in panic mode, um, you, you really get to know a person. <laughs> yes, I will say that like, I, I was kind of like taught to be like very, oh, you have to be like three hours early for an international flight and two hours early for a regular flight. And now I probably like, when I like was dating Jay and he has TSA pre-check, he traveled like on a weekly basis for four years. So his idea of getting to the airport is like, if he has to check a bag, okay, then he'll get there like fifth, like right before they close accepting checking bags. Like that is his time frime, right? You know. <laughs> so, know, like running across the, the airport to make sure that we're at the gate in time. Like he's so chill about it and so that is like rubbed off on me now like I'm like oh I have TSA pre-check like I and I don't I don't even check a bag so I will stroll up 15 minutes before walk through that security and get to my gate and be like oh is it time to get on the plane now yes it is okay thank you (laughs) like that's how I like to travel now I used to be like that but then with all of the like changes and with also having a child Mm. I much prefer to be early now if I can get a drink <laughs> oh, I don't mind. Like if I'm early, I know now that I'm like gonna have to spend $25 on maybe one drink, but like truth. <laughs> but now I'm just like, oh okay, like I can I can be more easeful. I don't have to stress out about missing, you know. My latest trip, we went to San Diego. I say we as if I wasn't I was with other people, but <laughs> it was me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Um and I found out that the Amtrak station, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking more like the Metro where I can like get there and kind of like walk on. Um, But there's like a bunch of lanes that you have to get past at the Deltown LA one. So I'm like running because my brain happened to be the furthest one away and I'm like, (laughs) running and I like get up the stairs onto the platform I'm dripping sweat there's a guy my bag bust open as I'm running I'm over (laughs) over back to backpack my bag bust open this guy like who's like who works there I guess security he like helps me like grabs my bag and like is trying to close it for me as I'm running up the stairs and he's like why are you so late why are you so late (laughs) and like yelling at me in Spanish and I'm like ah and then like you're like because I'm super chill <laughs> and he's like trying to walkie-talkie the conductor or like or someone to slap the conductor and he was like yeah you're not gonna make it and like drove oh. 
<laughs> it's like literally closed the doors and started moving as I like yeah. raced the top of the stairs. And I was like, okay, so today I learned that we don't show up that close to like, like it, I looked at the, um, my ticket and it was like, show up 30 minutes early. And I was uh -huh. like, oh, it leaves in like five minutes. And I'm like in the car being driven to <laughs> Yeah. So in that case, you might want to like be a little earlier. To be twenty minutes you. before your train, especially if you've never <laughs> been to the station before and you have no idea what it looks like, so you have an under understanding of that. Totally. And there's always another train. Is the other thing that I learned. I like went to the Amtrak desk and I was like, um, so I missed my train, and the guy was like, oh no, and I was like. And then he was like, <laughs> it's fine. Just he's like, we'll get you another one. He was like, you don't even have to do anything. You can just sit there. There'll be another one in like an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, well, that was anti-climax. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Um, but with all of that being said, um, why did you choose some of the places that you, you chose to travel? <clears throat> well, my European adventures were, of course, because I was in college and I was, you know, um, living my best European life. Um, but when we went to the Pan Pacific, there was, um, there was a reason that I went there. I, I went to, to visit my friend. So my very good friend from Humboldt County, where I lived in California, she had a little girl. She has a little girl and well, who's like a 21 year old now. Um, and she moved to Australia and she was like, Jen, you need to come. Like you we're going to only be here for like a year and 21 years later, they still live in Australia. And, um, and I said, okay, but I don't have any money really. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was like, just get here. Like, just figure it out. Like you can do this. So I like just started squirreling away all of my money and I was young. I mean, I was, you know, I was 28 and I like got all of this money together and I bought an around the world ticket and I went through a uh, travel agent and I knew that I wanted to do some traveling that would take me to Australia. Mm -hmm. And so I found this, like I did lots of research and I decided I really wanted to go to Fiji. I wanted to go to New Zealand <clears throat> and I knew I wanted to go to, to Southeast Asia. So I knew that I had to get to all of those places and still spend lots of time in Australia. So I just started like researching and playing and, um, you know, I mean, this is a long time ago, so the internet wasn't nearly as good as it is now, but I got lots of books and I booked through a travel agency and my ticket, I'm not even joking you, my whole entire ticket was like $1,600 <laughs> and I flew all over. I mean, we flew all the way from LA to New Zealand or to, to Fiji, to New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand, to Australia, Australia, to Bali, Bali, to Singapore, to Malaysia, to Thailand, Hong Kong. I was supposed to go to India. I ended up not going to India, but all of that. And to come back to the U S was all $1,600. Stop it. I can't get like time. Cause I went, when I went to Italy, that was $1,400. <laughs> Right. Just to go to Italy. Right. Just to go to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a long time ago, but it was also through travel agent who mm -hmm. it was like all these really flexible tickets. And I flew like China air, mm. which I don't recommend yeah. highly. 
I flew like Garuda, maybe. I don't remember. I flew some really random airlines at very random times. You know, I mean, sometimes my flights would leave at like one in the morning and I would just be like, I'm at the airport, like doing my thing, waiting for my flight, you know? And so, I mean, really what it came down to for me was picking places that I knew I had always wanted to go to, where I knew I was going to be really adventurous and I wanted to um, be alone. I wanted to travel alone. Now I did end up meeting my husband and he did like travel with me for a long time, but I did have times where I traveled alone and I did dream of traveling alone. <laughs> and I just really, I just wanted to see the world and be adventurous. I mean, that's really what it came down to. And I deeply and truly believe that uh, my life is meant to be an adventure and my life is meant to be um, something big. And I knew that going to these places was going to help me to expand as a human and to grow and to amplify myself. Even if I didn't have all of that languaging then, right. I knew that those things would happen for me. And I, I had a lot of people saying, I can't believe you're going to go do this. Like, how do you have this much money and you don't have enough money and you're not, you're going to be alone and you're a woman. And I was like, it could be my day to die tomorrow. Like I could be like, walk out in front of a bus tomorrow. I could like roll down a hill in Humboldt County and no one would ever find me. Like I can't live my life in fear. I've never, ever been a person who lived my life in a fearful place. And I've always just wanted to, uh, to expand. I mean, I think that's really what it looks like. I love that. So you touched on a couple of things that I want to definitely go into. So first things first, money. I feel like mm -hmm. when it comes to travel that I know for me, that's like the number one thing when like someone's like, oh, let's go, let's go to Fiji. I'm like, how much money is that? And like in my brain. And so that's like a resistance wall. And I know it's a resistance mm -hmm. wall for a lot of people. So can you like talk us through kind of how you, you worked with that? And then like any tips you might have to you know, making sure that you have that financial prosperity to do what you want to do. Oh, it's so good. Cause now I like teach about financial prosperity and yes. I really teach about how to embody wealth. Hello. And back then I think what I really, how I really felt was that everything was always working out for me. Mm -hmm. Like I really believed that everything was always working out for me and it did. And I just knew when I put my mind to something that I would create the money that I needed. And yes, I lived a life of very deep privilege. I mean, I came from a family that had enough means to like send me to college and all of those things. And I was able to take out credit cards. So, I mean, of course I had credit card debt from all of this travel that I did, but I also worked and put money away. And I like, didn't have any, I had a really small apartment and I didn't have a lot of like expenditures. And I just, uh, saved my money in a way that felt like a, an accumulation. I sort of was accumulating that money, knowing that I was going to go and do this amazing trip. And I, I mean, I frankly don't really know how I like got all of the money together to do it, except for that. I just made it happen. I just, I took little odd jobs and I like just kept bringing the money. The money just flowed to me knowing that it had a purpose. I think that that's a big piece of it is knowing that it had a place to go. Money just continued to flow to me. And so I just, I, I don't know. I mean, my parents didn't even give me any money for this trip. 
And I just made it happen. And I am not exactly sure how. Now, now I really understand that I am the creator of my life. And maybe I've really understood that then. I just didn't have the languaging for it. But I now know that I create everything that I see and I create everything that I am and that I have. And I deeply believe that I am source energy and I deeply believe that money is source energy. And so therefore I am the creator of all of my own abundance. And when I look back on my life, I see that play out, even when I didn't have all of the words for that. Everything is working out for me. I believe that I live in a friendly universe and I always have. So I think that that's a big part of why I've always been able to do the things that I want to do. They, it's like magic. It like just always works out. Like all, like I want to go on this flight. I'm going to go to this place and it's going to work. And it always did. I mean, when we were in Australia, we went to Uluru and we went to Kakadu National Park, which is like in the middle of absolutely nowhere, like got like a a four wheel, you know, they call it a ute. And I mean, we were out there for two weeks. I mean, what an incredible experience. Like, I just, it's shocking to me to think of the things that I've done in my life. And like that I created all of that. And I think that having a lot of gratitude and having the belief that it's all coming to me and not like that it's like a, it's not like an expectation that like I deserve, I do deserve it, but it's not like um, an entitled experience. It's like, this is my life and this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm creating. I'd rather go to Australia than have like a gown and like, shoes. So maybe that is where I like focus, put my focus. Mm -hmm. So where your focus goes, right? Where your focus goes, your, or where your energy goes, your focus grows. I can't think the the right saying right now, but you, you know what I'm saying? So where, where we're focusing our energy, that is where we are putting all of our flow to. And so that for me has always been adventure. It's a core value, freedom, adventure. Those are things that I value deeply in my life. And that's, those are things that my parents value deeply as well. I love that. I love it. I can see the same thing like, as I'm like thinking about my life and like the traveling experiences that I've had where it's just like, oh, well, you know, like I really wanted to do this or I really wanted to do that. Or why would you go to Thailand? No, you don't know anyone in Thailand. Oh. Cause it's not fun. Okay. <laughs> like that's what I want. Because it's amazing. Because it's freaking amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was beautiful experiences. Um, we like, hopped around did amazing things like I had like dude we had like a, a private boat tour like a fucking private boat tour on, on this like what I don't know what is it a catamaran I don't know what it's called but like this big boat and we took Sweet. us to all these beautiful islands off of um the coast of PP island and like oh my gosh it was gorgeous they gave us snorkeling equipment we got to snorkel and mm-hmm. food so that fish would fly in our face like Amazing, incredible amazing, incredible experiences yeah. and you know like in those especially in those kind of spaces like the fact that like to tip someone 20 bucks and like have them burst into tears is yeah. just it's ugh. unheard of because in thailand 20 dollars goes a really long way or yeah. it used to i don't know if it still does but i mean it was i don't know i guess this was probably like five years ago at this point now but it was yeah just so amazing it's beautiful and I created, created for the world um, yeah 
And so I want to shift a little bit to talking about like traveling alone. Like I went to Italy, like when I went, I went by myself. I got like, I stayed with host families once I got over whatever. So that was, a, it was a very different experience than anything I've ever experienced. So like, can you talk to me a little bit about like what it was like to travel alone for you? <clears throat> so I did travel a lot in Europe alone when I was quite young. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> for me, it was a real confidence booster it just really made me feel like I could do anything. And like putting my mind to something has always been something that I've done. I am definitely a leader and I go first. That's like definitely something about me. Um, So I've traveled to Europe alone. I traveled around Europe quite a bit by myself um, and I was quite young. So, you know, I think that I probably made decisions that I wouldn't make today, but I was a confident human. And again, I believed I've always just known that life was working out for me. So I just allow that be, to be true for me. And I'm curious and I'm open and I'm fun. And I have always been this adventurous spirit. So I would say definitely having confidence in myself, standing in my power, knowing who I am, those sorts of things have always been really strong for me. Um, And then when when I traveled in uh, this Pan Pacific trip, so I went for six weeks by myself to Bali and uh, my, my now husband stayed back in Australia and we weren't even supposed to be together. And we kind of had decided that we liked each other. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to leave you, but I have to go to Bali by myself. Like this is part of my path. It's, it's just part of what I have to do. So I get to Bali and I have zero plan. (laughs) I have, I have no plan. I have nowhere to stay. I have no taxi picking me up. I have nothing. And I am fine with that. And so I like start going through customs and they're like, but where are you going to go? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I'm sure I'll find something. They did not like that answer. They They almost sent me back to Australia. And then they finally, after me begging and pleading for quite some time, they let me through customs. And I, 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 I found out that it's a good idea when you travel to a foreign country to have a place to stay, that you have a place to write on your, uh, your form, that you're coming in and you know what hotel you're staying at. doesn't matter if you stay there for the rest of the time. It's a good idea. So I, I was in Bali for six weeks by myself and I met amazing people and I flew by the seat of my pants and I stayed in the most glorious hotels for nothing. I mean, I stayed in the most beautiful places that I thought were beautiful and um traveling alone um made me realize that it is nice sometimes to have a, a partner mm-hmm. um i love traveling i loved traveling alone i got taken advantage of yeah. uh the first couple of days um that i was alone in bali i lost probably about 500 dollars. um someone took me to an atm machine and um demanded that i give them most of my money no uh-huh yeah it's true it's okay I actually learned some Indonesian and then I went back and I found those people and I told them off <laughs> yes okay yeah, I did but I call I just I, I called it learning money because I was really offended you know I was so offended that like in my confidence I like got screwed over yeah. and and it could have been dangerous thankfully it wasn't um and I lost a lot of my money 
you know, learning money. So I learned a lot about who to talk to, who not to talk to, and how to just sort of stand in my power a little more deeply and to say no and to walk away. And I met amazing people. I met people who I still am in contact with today, um, you know, 20 years later almost. And um, I just, I, I really learned where to walk, where not to walk, like things like that. You know, I mean, when you're an American and you're white and you're in walking around and um, places where that's not the norm, you stick out and, you know, I look like a tourist and <laughs> I got treated like a tourist in some ways. And um, so I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned how to be really resilient. I learned how to stand up for myself. I learned that I'm really good at learning foreign languages very quickly, which is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I mean, traveling alone is not for the faint of heart, I don't think. And also I think it's, I think it's something that everyone should do Mm -hmm. because I think it's something that can really help you to stand in your power. Oh yeah. I know that I learned a lot about myself going to Italy and like when I think back on some of the times where we're like, weren't as exciting as others, it's just like, oh, I wish I had someone to share this with moments or like, am I okay to like come out, like step out of my shell a little bit and put myself out there to like meet a new person while I'm there. Like, and these like super amazing things happen when you kind of like break that, break that wall down a little bit and like open up a little bit and like engage with, with yes. people. So, going to a coffee shop, going to a little bar, like sitting down at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Those are all really great ways to be alone with yourself and to like, look at the world, but then also like to engage a conversation next to you to talk to a person. Right. I mean, I've met some of the most fascinating people I've ever met and on the planet, just going and sitting at a cafe for four hours. So cool. Yeah. But you have to really be confident in yourself in order you to, have to be confident. Yeah. And you also have to do it. You have to like, you have to take yourself, like you said, out of your shell and like place yourself into this space and be like, I am open. I am curious. <laughs> I am. Here I am. And then you might have a creepy old man put his hand on your thigh. Cause that happened to me in Italy. And I was like, Nope, no, sir. Thank you. Bye. Super possible. <laughs> super possible and you have to be you have to pay attention yeah I don't like the word be careful I like to pay attention pay Pay attention to your surroundings listen to your intuition listen to your intuition your gut never lies to you when you're traveling Mm -hmm. or really ever because we don't (laughs) be like in fear is like mm-hmm. I feel like some so often it's like oh someone's gonna take my money someone's gonna take advantage yeah. of me this is gonna happen I'm gonna lose something I can't go pee because I have to watch my like mm-hmm. my luggage all of this stuff mm-hmm. trust your intuition no like you know be know where you are know who's around you and mm-hmm. you're gonna be fine <laughs> and live your life yeah and live your life because life is too short to not live your life and don't be attached to all your crap I've lost lots of things traveling. Many yeah. things have been stolen. Things have been stolen from me, whatever. Don't be attached to your stuff. Don't bring stuff that you really love. Don't bring your $16,000 camera with you on a nope. on a trip to, to you know, wherever. <laughs> I mean, I also back up. Or do. You know, cause, you know, 
<clears throat> when you have Wi-Fi, my lesson was when you have Wi-Fi, make sure everything is backing up to the cloud because I definitely lost my phone <laughs> in Bangkok. <laughs> it was a day. Or if you are so inclined, invest in having that global life or global data because now that's a thing. I mean, now, like if you're traveling now, you can bring your cell phone with you. That's like amazing. Right? Oh my God. Yeah, that's like I'm like did not travel during those periods of time. <laughs> I get it. Like I I traveled during the time of like you get a new SIM card, but I didn't know how that works, so I didn't do it the first time I like went international. And now I'm like, oh, I'm Verizon, I'm going to Mexico. So can you just like yeah turn my data on? And they're like, oh, you have this much available per day for five extra dollars or something like that. And I'm like, ah, uh, that's hey. totally worth it. <laughs> worth it because if I lose if I turn my wi-fi or turn my data on and go somewhere and I lose my phone I can at least find my iPhone again I love it or at least it backs up one of the one of the two. <laughs> oh, okay I'm gonna double check my my list of questions so you brought up and I want to I kind of want to tap into this a little bit so like you brought up like being being white while you're traveling right mm -hmm. and I feel like it's definitely a different experience <clears throat> being white versus being black when we're traveling like mm -hmm. I know for me when I travel like I have had many people ask me like so like is it okay for black people wherever you went like is it okay for black mm -hmm. people? Like, it's okay like I mean for me my my intuition says that they were chill as like as long as I had money like it was, it was cool like everyone was nice everyone was polite and like if I tipped and I tip well I am a very good tipper so if you, like drinks are always flowing and no one's like trying to like come at me I'm also a big girl so that no one's gonna really carry me off that that easily so <laughs> Like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. I'm staying put, friend. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I've always felt like I think one of my favorite instances was just like one when we were in Thailand. Jay had green hair, and they called oh. him Dennis Rodman, and I thought that was hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. And I was like, that was like the only thing I think most people know can tell when you're an American. Uh, yes, or like a Westerner to yeah, some degree. Yeah, Westerner. Mm -hmm. And so, like you know, people, I got asked about like who I voted for a lot of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then when I told them who I voted for, that they would tell me how much they did not like the other person, and they're glad that I voted who uh -huh. I voted for. <laughs> That's funny. That's about it. That's that. That was my experience. <laughs> yeah. I'm being a white person and traveling. I mean, it's steeped in privilege. Generally, I would say you stick out like a sore thumb. At least I did where, you know, we stuck out wherever we went. Um, we were backpacking. So, you know, I mean, we, we were with a lot of other backpackers. There's a lot of Westerners that are doing this, right? right? Like there's a lot of Australians that travel that take a gap year and travel. There was a lot of Kiwis that were traveling at the same time as we were lots of Brits that were traveling. And most people thought that we were one of those three. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably just where we were because we were in the pan Pacific and we also had pretty, we had a very affected accent from having been in, in New Zealand and in Australia for several months. <clears throat> so I think that we talked, we talked funny, like people thought that we were mostly, they thought we were Kiwi. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people thought we were Canadians 
which we liked because a lot of people don't like Americans. Yeah. I um, you know, <laughs> Americans like don't have the best reputation around the world by any stretch of the imagination. And so if somebody thought I was from somewhere else, I didn't usually correct them. Um, and, but we also were treated beautifully. I would say in general, like everywhere I went, I was treated beautifully just like another person. And I found that in Asia, particularly, I mean, I seemed giant. I'm only five foot four. So I felt very big, very tall, very large. Like I was like, I am huge here. But in general, you know, I mean, I, we, we were treated beautifully. People like were very kind to us uh, everywhere that we went in Thailand and Singapore and Malaysia. Um, Malaysia was amazing. I loved Malaysia. I loved Thailand. Thailand was incredible. And, and Bali was probably my favorite place I've ever been in the world. The Balinese people were so gracious and warm and welcoming and kind. And, and, and we really got to know them because we spent a lot of time there. So we, I spent a lot of time there. We, my, me, myself and I, <laughs> Bill did come to meet me at the end of that, that Balinese part, but I spent that whole time in Bali, just meeting people and knowing people. And I stayed in one community quite a bit and used it as a hub, Ubud, long before it was very popular. And it was, I mean, I just like made friends. I just, I made friends with local people and it was really wonderful. They threw me a birthday party. The, this, this whole, this little bar that I like bar, coffee shop, restaurant that I hung out in, they like found out that it was my birthday party, found out that I loved carrot cake, got me an organic carrot cake with cream cheese frosting, what? made palm frond decorations and signs, closed the bar to the public and had a birthday party for me on my 29th birthday. I loved them. They were so good. And one of the, like, there was like a, uh, a man and wife who like owned the bar and their little girl, like sang songs to me. I mean, it was like the sweetest thing. I love so that. I, I just, I loved, I lo always loved all of my traveling. And to me, it just makes me feel more humble. <clears throat> oh yes. Oh yeah. It's just amazing to see how other people live. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the energy you put out is kind of, is the energy you're going to get. Like, you know, there's no need to like put out fear because like everything's working out for us and you, yes. there's more, I feel like some media makes it seem like it's a angry, scary, crazy Dangerous. world out there, but like, no, it doesn't have to no. be if you don't want it to be. And most people feel that way about the United States. Like people over there were like, will I get shocked? you know? Oh, you live in California? Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, it's not that bad. Like, come on. You know, I know lovely, wonderful people, but it's true. Like you do, you find that people are people mm -hmm. everywhere that you go and they are humans with the same desires and needs and love that you have. And that's like my favorite part of traveling is people the people. And since we are people that love to travel, and I know you have, you're getting people together to travel. Where, wh what are you doing? What are you working on? Well, 
I have always, so another place that I went was Costa Rica for my honeymoon. We went there for three weeks. My God, I loved Costa Rica. It was so good. Um, and Bill and I had this whole, the whole time that we were there, we like dreamt of buying a retreat center and like really like bringing people together. And so fast forward, you know, we've been married for 15 years now. Um, I am finally going to do a retreat. So embody retreats are happening. My retreat is going to be with Michelle Lane this time. And uh, I decided that for my very first retreat, it would probably be a really good choice to partner with someone who had done this before. And we're going to be going to the Tahoe area. So Truckee is right outside of the Tahoe, is right outside of Tahoe. And we have a luxurious, beautiful mountain chalet home at the top of the mountain. It is going to be amazing. We are really all about that creation energy and really bringing people together in creation. So if you are ready to move through some healing processes and really open yourself up to what's next, that is what we are putting out there. So embody success, embody, you know, prosperity, embody your wealth and really find out what's possible for you and come and get some luxury in the, in the in-between. <laughs> yes. I am all luxury is, I'm going to change my name. Actually. It's going to be now my middle name. Uh, <laughs> Cause you know, that is, that is my core desired feeling freedom and luxury all yes. in that, in that ball of awesomeness um so yeah so i will definitely include the link to how you can take part in this retreat in the description so check it out if that's something that you're interested in i know for myself i will definitely be planning at least two retreats for 2022 probably one in california the second one i don't know and maybe something more but all i gotta say is it's gonna be fun going to be luxurious and fun that's what we're going to do so make sure that you look out for the uh waiting list going up on my website for all of that is there Mm -hmm. anything else that you would love to share with us jen just seek more adventure seek more this is a big beautiful wide world and it is so fun to go out there and explore it and be a part of it like immerse yourself i think it's so it's so fun. It is so fun. Life is supposed to be fun and we should go and see the world. Exactly. That's what we're all about here in A Bubbly Life. So if you're not already part of the Bubbly Life membership, make sure that you go to the link, check it out. There's also so many beautiful places and spaces that are also listed on the website, uh, including the co-op, which is a space that both Jen and I are leaders of and we collaborate. And so make sure that you're inside there because there's so much just good, yummy awesomeness over there. So come hang out with us. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for watching or listening, however you're taking this in. And I love you so, so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.